Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. Julia, I have, prior to today's podcast, mm-hmm. um, I've had probably six, maybe seven texts from people asking me about eXp Realty. Yes, it is that time of year, apparently. But, I mean, that was a lot. It was a lot. And I think it's interesting because it makes sense. There's a lot of agents that are, you know, it's you know time of year where you're thinking about, well, am I ahead of my goals? Am I on track of my goals? Am I behind my goals? And we talk enough on this podcast about the fact that you as a real estate agent, you're really a business owner and you should be paying attention to what your net profit is. And we've also been pointing out to you that usually your single biggest expense in your real estate business is what you're paying your broker. And we talked about that, I think, probably enough times the last 30 days or so. Mm -hmm. And combining that with the agents trying to figure out if they're on track behind your head for their goals for the year, that yeah, they're starting to really open their eyes to the fact that they are overpaying their broker. And a lot of you are in that same situation. So if you're ready to do a broker upgrade, we have two paths for you to consider. Obviously, we want you to join with us at eXp Royalty, but maybe some of you are just getting ready to get started and learning more about eXp. Well, that's easy. Just text the letters eXp to 47372, or I'm also going to include a link to our eXp uh, group website in the description of today's show. It's called whylibertas.com. That's the name of our group, or the name of our group is called Libertas within eXp, which in uh, Libertas is Latin for freedom. Or you, if you're ready to join eXp, and you're ready to land the plane, you're just looking for a sponsor who's going to be very proactive in your success at EXP Realty, you can text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. Or like I said, if you're just looking to get started and gathering more information about EXP, making sure it's a good fit for you, just text the letters EXP to 47372. And remember when texting, message and data rates may apply. So the topic of today's podcast Aside from the fact that Julie and I are both uh, getting over some nasty colds. Mm-hmm. As you might hear. <laughs> yes, is that we are going to be sharing with you guys five ways to generate deals, transactions, closed commission checks from people you know, your centers of influence, your past clients, referrals basically, in the next five weeks or less, right? Great topic for this time of year. Wouldn't everyone agree? And so what we're going to do is really drill down some very practical, tactical ways that you can be generating revenue now. And the best part, like most of what we uh, teach you in our coaching program and on this podcast, is these lead sources cost you absolutely nothing. We are not advocates of you guys buying your business. We're advocates of you guys being proactive lead generators. And that is the theme of today's, and I dare I say, tomorrow's podcast. Yes. All right. So five ways to get five deals, at least five deals, from people you already know in five weeks or less. So we have three little assumptions before we get to an actual plan that you will actually write down and implement. So the first assumption, assumption A, we'll call it, is that you actually have your contacts organized. Contacts meaning people who already know you. We refer to this as your database. 
your past clients, your center of influence, your neighbors, your friends, we're assuming that you have your contacts organized in some sort of a CRM. Now, that of course always gets the next question, what's the best CRM? And you guys endlessly beat this to death on social media. Here's the answer. The best CRM is the one you know how to use. Well, let me, here's the problem with the CRMs, guys. The CRMs are things that are, they're one of the most profitable businesses that you can get agents to subscribe to because most of you guys will subscribe to a CRM and pay your whatever per month and never use it. So you're paying every single month for something you're never using. I'm just giving you the real cold, hard facts about the CRM industry. And what most of these CRMs do is the exact same thing. The best brokerages out there, eXp being one of them, will give an agent a free CRM. The CRM you get with uh, eXp is called KV Core. It's included with KV Core. Just use that. You don't need a really fancy, overly elaborate CRM campaign or uh, widget. And I'm going to also share this with you too. There has been a ton of research that's been done over the over the years, like now probably pushing 25 years, where they've been researching whether or not the uh, long-term lead follow-up through long-term drip campaigns specifically actually is a valid source of you know producing consistent lead flow, and the answer is always no. So what I'm trying to share with you is despite what you are being sold to believe that long-term drip campaigns and multiple touches and all the rest of this result in a meaningful increase in transaction is not true. The best way to increase the number of transactions you're going to do is learn how to be a proactive lead generator and then pre-qualify at the highest level with every lead you come across. The best, most successful agents that Julie and I have ever coached personally or ever heard of or ever known have the fewest number of leads. Why? Because they do not waste time trying to drip on people, send them all these little you know, fancy follow-up campaigns because they know their job is to pre-qualify them and root out the ones that are actually ready to transact. And the rest, frankly, they can put them in a drip campaign if they want to, or they can just you know, let them go back and you know, cast them back. If, you know, fishing analogy for the rest of you. So keep that in mind. Do not overinvest or be over-reliant or overly hopeful that a CRM is somehow going to uh, make it so you never have to learn how to be a very good proactive lead generator and pre-qualifier. That's right. So you might make the, after, you know, explaining that, which I appreciate, you might wonder why we have assumption A, that we I assume you have your your contacts in a CRM. Well, we want you to look at it as an organizational tool not as a form of prospecting. So let's just be clear about that. This is where you keep your client notes, phone numbers, email addresses, their social media, all of that kind of stuff. Well, the, CR, the CRM that I use, frankly, and I shouldn't admit this out loud, but I will, is basically my text. Exactly. I mean, I, well, you I, can label everybody by your contacts. Exactly. Right. I. I mean, I do the same thing. So now we have a CRM yeah. for our coaching business, of course, but really all it's done doing is reminding our current uh, members to log in and use the program. That's an essence That's right. of all it is. It's a tool. It is. So you need to have something to keep yourself organized. Now, uh, assumption B, you are coachable and will follow this plan exactly for five weeks. No excuses, modifications, or exclusions, listeners. And assumption number C, you aren't interested in throwing your money away on random leads or impressions, and you'd rather be nurturing people who already know you. These are your friends, past clients, professional center of influence, and new people that you meet and add to your database. So, so we, those are our three assumptions. So we do need to probably, unless you have this in your notes, I haven't scrolled down enough. We do need to uh, remind them why uh, ultimately spending your time on marketing, advertising, social media is massively less effective than, uh, frankly, centers of influence and past clients. So Lots I, of reasons, but go, it's, well, it's not a specific point, so I'll throw it over to you. All right, so I'm going to muddle through this to remind you, uh, everyone, that I'm on DayQuil right now. So if, if I screw this up, Julie, it's... <laughs> yeah, well, so am I, so we'll see how we do. It's up for you to police me, okay? Mm -hmm. 
All right. So I'm going to uh, set a, um, a question for all of you. You have to hire a roofer to fix the roof on your on your property. Now, I know you guys have heard this, longtime listeners, which most of you are. You've heard Julie and I say this a lot. And yet, I'm wondering if you're actually listening, because if you are, you're going to feel Frankly, you should feel liberated from ever having to spend money on marketing and advertising if you really internalize what I'm trying to tell you. And really run your run these questions I'm about to ask you through your own mind. Answer them for real. Like ask yourself the questions as I'm asking you, and you're going to self-discover that a lot of the stuff that you're being sold to believe that's going to generate business for you in your real estate business really doesn't for the reasons that will be instantly intuitive to you. Ready? Here we go. So you have to hire a roofer to do a repair to your roof. Now, um, you know, it's a leaky roof. You got to get it fixed. So what are you going to do to go about finding a roofer? Here are generally speaking the three ways people go about choosing, in this example, a roofer. But obviously it could be a, you know, a real estate agent. It could be a doctor. It could be just whomever. So the first thing you're going to do is you're going to ask yourself, do I know a roofer? Do I actually know somebody that I trust, that I uh, have used in the past, that, you know, you know, I'm going to call Bob. Bob's going to come out and fix my roof, right? So that's going to be the number one thing or the number one place that everyone goes to when they're trying to decide who they're going to use. That's so, who do I already know who might be in my contacts. I'm going to search by roofer. Oh, there's Bob. I already know a roofer. Okay. Now at the end of this, Julie and I are going to give you the percentages. We're going to kind of do our best to remember what they work. They're in our book, Harris Rules, but I think we'll get pretty close. Now, so that's the first thing you're going to do. Now, most people, when trying to decide who they're going to use for a real estate agent, most consumers, that's essentially how they go about choosing who they're going to use. You guys know that if you've been in the business for more than a heartbeat, right? That most people use somebody they, they already know, they already trust. Even if they've never bought a house before, they're going to maybe use somebody that they already know, already trust. Now, number two, if you don't know somebody who's a roofer, and you're having to find a roofer. The next thing you're going to ask, you're, you're going to ask a trusted friend or an advisor. You're going to ask your neighbor. You're going to ask, um, you know, somebody that you, frankly, value their opinion. Um, and you're going to ask them, say, you know, hey, Kevin, do you know a roofer? I need a roofer. I got a roof, roof leak. Ask for a referral. Ask for a referral. Okay. And you're going to discover, and statistically, if I remember correctly, and I, again, mm-hmm. hopefully you're not as much day cool as I am. <laughs> But if I remember correctly, 93% of all consumers make their buying decision, especially when hiring a service provider, which is what all of you guys are, uh, 93% based on who they've used in the past and or a referral from a trusted friend or advisor. That's right. And it's only the remaining 7%. I think that actually is right. That is right. right. Yeah. Damn, the dick will's working. <laughs> Might be a benefit. Who knows, right? It's balancing, it's balancing out with the caffeine. Exactly. Well, so what you're saying well, is the 7%. The 7% are yeah. the ones that are actually going to respond to an ad. So you got to be thinking, just use your brain here, right? You have to hire a roofer. You're going to probably use someone you already know, love, and trust. If you don't know someone... Then you're going to ask your uh, a trusted friend or advisor for a referral, and then if they don't know somebody, or if you don't know someone, or if you don't know someone, you can have you know ask for a referral. Then and only then are you going to respond to any kind of marketing and advertising. Now here's where it gets a little murky. A lot of you guys are confused, and you're thinking that um, social media is something other than marketing and advertising. It's not. Social media is just marketing and advertising. That's all it is. You have to spend time. You have to be clever about the media you're creating. You have to write good copy. You have to spend money to get people to pay for it. That is called an ad. 
<laughs> All right. Yes. Now I know you're building relationships and you can have interactive responses and communications where a traditional ad is just look at me and hopefully it's going to grab attention. But at the end of the day, advertising is advertising. So if you know that 93% of everyone is going to make their decision who they're going to use based on the first two categories, why are so many of you spending so much damn time and money, frankly, on the 7%? Why? Why You could, in all reality, completely ignore the 7% that may or may not choose to use you for marketing and advertising and focus all your best energies on, obviously, the first two categories, being the person that's going to get the referral. And that's what that's the reason when you join our coaching program, that's the first thing we teach you. Now, you got to remember, Julie and I sold real estate at a high level, so we're not just preaching theory to you. This was our actual experience. We saw our business became dominated. We did 100 to 200 homes per year, sold 100 to 200 per year for almost 10 years in a row, that we discovered that after about year two or three, that uh, at least 50% of our business was coming from... Uh, it was coming from centers of influence and past clients. It was coming from referrals. And a lot of times it was coming from more social referrals and all the rest of it. It wasn't coming from the just list and just sold postcards. It wasn't coming from the pay-per-click advertising. It wasn't coming from the magazine that we'd mail out. It was coming from the centers of influence and past clients. So we're telling you not theory, but we're telling you fact. By knowing this, by understanding the, you know, the relevancy of, of this for the rest of Julie's points, you should feel liberated because all of you can do this. You don't have to try to create some ridiculously complicated, you know, 47-stage marketing funnel to generate lots and lots of real estate leads. I assure you, the best, most profitable real estate agents in the United States, probably in the world, are getting their business from those first two categories, not the third one. The third one there is really, if you want to do marketing and advertising, you have to see it for what it is. It's there to enhance, enhance they're proactive lead generation. Proactive lead generation is you going directly after the business. Passive is hoping the business comes to you. The marketing and advertising, if you choose to do it at all, is designed to enhance the actual proactive marketing and advertising. For example, if you are working a center of influence and past client, um, let's say you're going to a, you're working in a neighborhood and you're, uh, let me make it more specific. You have a center of influence past client appreciation party. And you're having it at a local country club or something. And you're inviting, again, centers of influence and past clients. But you just mailed out a postcard that's giving everyone a CRM or giving everyone a market update about what home values are doing and whatnot. Well, then obviously you've established yourself based on the information, the analytical data you just gave them the postcard. You've now sort of maybe in some cases elevated how they see you in their eyes. You're not just throwing a party, but here it is. They just received a postcard from you. Or maybe they just received a postcard from you that's saying you just sold the neighbor's house. It's there to enhance the real work of real estate, not to replace. That's right. It's instead of not, I'm sorry, it's in addition to not instead of. So if be clear you choose on that. to do it at all. Which you don't have to. Well, yes. I mean, but Julie, it's so worth mentioning. We've had coaching clients. Um, I can't believe I have this much energy on Dayquil, but we've had coaching clients that have come to us mm -hmm. over the last 20 years, you and I have been coaching real estate agents that were marketing and advertising based or social media based. They've listened to this podcast. They've essentially were wondering for years and years and years why their margins and their businesses sucked, why they weren't making sure. any profit. Mm -hmm. They heard this. They finally were willing to let's just see what this Tim and Julie have to offer. They listened to what we're saying. And obviously what we're just, what we just told you makes sense. It's just sort of intuitive. It just clicks, right? I don't even have to sell you the logic of what I just said. It's obvious. Okay. So then what happens is they then that if they're willing to accept it, 
Then what happens, it gives them permission to actually learn how to do the real work of real estate. 99% of the industry right now is marketing, advertising, social media, marketing, build your brand, build your brand, build your brand. I get news for all of you guys. It's always been that way. But those aren't the agents that are making all the net profit. The ones making all the net profit were the ones that learned to do the real work of real estate. And then over time, if they chose to develop a brand, they did. The brand doesn't replace in real estate. The brand doesn't replace the real work. There's the difference. And so we've had a lot of people that have come to us over the years that have hired us to be their coaches who have said, I want to free myself from this sort of these legacy expenses of high, that I've you know, I cursed myself with from marketing right. and advertising because I've never learned how to be a proactively generator. And so it's very painful for them. And the first thing, because they have to sort of learn to actually not just mail constantly your center of influence and past client, but now we want you to call them and have meaningful conversations where you're bringing value to them. And when you do that, Guess what happens? You get a whole crap ton of leads that you weren't getting before, and you can actually stop doing the direct mail and all the you know pumpkin pies in November. And for a lot of people, that's the difference between essentially succeeding and making a profit, especially in this market, and not. So open your eyes to the fact that you can be successful in this market, especially if you're focusing on really what the most viable source of business for all of you is, which is your centers of influence and past clients. So before I lose my voice, Julie. Yes, that's right. So in summary... Thank you for all of the details because all of this is true. And again, we know it to be true because we have walked in your shoes. So in summary, your job is to be the one they already know or be the one that their best friend already knows and refers to them. So how would we do that? How do we get you in front of more people? The plan. This is where you start taking notes. How to get five deals in five weeks from people who already know you. Point number one, record one simple and short video. In the video, you will do two things. First, a simple market update. You can find this in your weekly or monthly reports from your board of realtors. Next, you'll offer to send a free comparable market analysis to see what their home is worth in today's market. Text or email you to receive the free analysis ASAP. Send this video to everyone in your database. Now, I made a little note, even if you haven't organized your database yet, remove that excuse, you can still send it to at least 100 people in your smartphone contacts, and there's probably a lot more than that. You can just do it by letter is the way to keep yourself organized. Now, just to be clear, that is a passive way of generating leads because you're sending out a video hoping somebody is going to respond. But these are people they already know. Correct. These are centers of influence Mm -hmm. and past clients. So what we'd like you to do is do the video idea and then, and again, there's a lot more drill down on what to say and how to construct the video in Premier Coaching. Which, by the way, if you want to join Premier Coaching for free, just scroll down. The link is in the show description, along with all of Julie's notes. Um, So if you just want to get the essence of what today's podcast is, the notes are down there. Just scroll down and open it up, whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else. And the link to join Premier Coaching is there. But if you call after you've mailed the video, if you actually make a phone call where you're speaking to them voice to voice, you're going to soon discover that the nature of that uh, simple video that you sent out, the, the results that you get are exponentially larger because you've sent a video out offering to help them, offering something of value to them. And you can even, frankly, sprinkle it in with a little bit of, you know, um, a lot of people are, look, I can be getting a lot of calls and emails and, and texts and, you know, general communication from all my centers of influence and past clients, people I know, love, and care about. And they're all asking me about what's going on with real estate, what's going on in the home's value, with their home's value. So what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start sending out a video once a week or once a month rather, where I'm going to explain what's going on in the market and I'm going to give you the facts. I'm going to tell you actually about 
all the things that are relevant to your home's value. And if at any point you want me to do a more in-depth research study on your property, just let me know and I'll send you out a comparative market analysis, something like that. And then what you do, that's in your video and then the other content. And then what you're going to do is you're going to follow up the phone call, whether they, now some of you are going to drop this, the video into a CRM that's going to track whether they opened it or not. And then you're going to say, well, I'm only going to call the people I know that open and watch the video. Don't do that. Call them all. And then you're going to soon discover that is going to lead to more meaningful conversations. And every call you make like that, you're going to end with the simple question, by the way, who do you know who's thinking about buying or selling or preferably, who are the three or four people you know who are thinking about selling their home in this market that I should be helping? So you start combining those efforts and the emphasis being on being of service to other people and helping, and you'll soon discover there is no shortage of leads and you'll never have to buy a lead again because you're in alignment with how people hope that you will always want to be, which is being of service to them. That is our highest and truest purpose on this planet. And when you tune into that frequency, you're going to discover that there's, like I said, there's no shortage of leads. Nope. As a matter of fact, there's an abundance to the point where some of you will be wonderfully overwhelmed. <laughs> nice problem to have. Now, that said, you're going to make the calls, but you're also going to get emails and texts back from your video when you do get a request, because this does work. All of our coaching clients are doing this. For sure, this works. When you get a request, first call the person. Don't just text them back. Don't be lazy. Call them before you do their CMA for them and ask why they're curious about their house's value. Or more specifically, again, this is in our script, you need to say, uh, I received your request for the CMA. I'm going to get started on this right away. Uh, by the way, ideally, how soon do you want the home sold? Ask the question like that, and you're going to soon discover that a lot of people are future pacing a home sale. Maybe it's the end of the year, maybe it's next year, but they'll then tell you. But don't ask the question the usual way that agents ask it. Ask it just like I said. Uh, ideally, how soon do you want the home sold? I received your request for the CMA. I really appreciate it. I'm going to get started on this. Uh, it's going to take me a couple hours to work on this. By the way, ideally, how soon do you want your home sold? That's an assumptive close. And if they're just curious, they'll tell you. If they're just maybe thinking about refinancing, they'll tell you. And if they're just thinking about maybe getting ready to get started to, you know, sell their house in the next few months, they'll tell you that as well. And we do believe, by the way, Julie and I, um, we're going to do a show uh, coming up the next five days. I saw Julie's notes on it already. And we talked about it for two hours this morning, what our predictions are going to be for the next six months and what you're going to discover is lots of good news. So make sure you tune into that. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. That's coming up in the next few days. All right. Point number two, Julie. Okay, back to our plan. Point number two. Remember, you're doing not just some of this, but all of this at least two times per week for the next five weeks. Take a past client to coffee or lunch. Use your Ford script. That's just an, a conversation outline where you ask about family, occupation, recreation, dreams. That spells Ford. To get caught up with them and be sure to ask, who do they know who could use your help buying or selling real estate? Now, here's a bonus. If you can meet at another past client or friend's coffee shop, ice cream shop, bakery, or restaurant, connect your center of influence whenever possible. So let's refine this. You want to meet them someplace where you're not sitting in the back of a restaurant in a dark, you know, <laughs> corner where no one's going to see you. Yeah. Your idea, like when Julie and I did this, there was a Starbucks that was in New Albany and we would meet again, friends and family, past clients, the rest of it. And we'd meet them and sit them in a, and we would sit in a very public place where everyone coming and going would see that we were meeting with that person. Where you were clearly talking about real estate. And in fact, coach Rochelle does that to this day where she writes contracts up with her laptop at Starbucks. Now be strategic about who you're inviting and who you're going to befriend mm -hmm. because Obviously, some people are going to have more influence in a community than others. So think about who is it that is maybe has, like if someone's got a lot of kids and things like that, they know a lot of people. 
if they have uh, just, you know, if they've been in the community for a long period of time, they're involved in a lot of different organizations, you want to be close to those people. You want to be close to the people that are going to have the most reach and influence in your community, not just the person that you know because you guys play, you know, Jim Remy together or something. Look for people that are going to expand your center of influence and past clients. Look for people who are going to help you Connectors. to connect with other people. Think uh, you know, frankly, think opportunistically. Yes, strategically. They'll appreciate sure. that too, by the way, because they want to get to know you for the sake of the people you know as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one focus that some of our coaching clients do is they look at their database and they focus on salespeople because other salespeople know like an insurance person is good because they have so many contacts, but you can be very strategic. Okay. So point number three of your plan, make five contacts per day. Now you did a little prequel of this a couple seconds ago. Make five contacts per day to your past client and center of influence, five days per week for five weeks. A contact is a conversation with a decision-making adult about real estate. Tim just gave you the script, and we get more, of course, in Premier Coaching, about how to handle those calls. The point here is when you make five per day, five days a week for five weeks, think about how many real contacts you're making. Remember, you only count it in one of your five if you actually connected and had a conversation. So you may be dialing 15 to make five contacts. It's super important when you're organizing all this that you basically, when you say, for example, um, like when you guys sign up for Premier Coaching, one of the things we're going to ask you to do is obviously organize your list. This is just training. This is not coaching what we're giving you right now. If you guys think this is coaching, it's not. This is just training. An overview is all this is. But we're going to ask you to obviously assemble your list. Now, you do not have to have your center of influence and past client list assembled before you start making the contacts. A contact is a conversation with a decision-making adult. You can do it along the way. So every single day, you research and then contact five people. And then you use our scripts. And the one, frankly, that's working incredibly well in this market is where you're, you know, like I, I just gave it to you guys a couple seconds ago, where you're calling all your centers, you know, your friends, family, you know, people you know, love and care about because everyone seems to be, working, are, you know, uh, fearful about what's going on in the housing market. And you're calling to let them know what's going on so they don't have to worry. People are going to love that. And then if you say you're going to call them back in another month, and it's not a mailer or an email or a text, it's a call. When, they, when you promise you're going to call them back in a month, call them back in a month and mark it on your calendar, and then you're going to start calling the same people every single month on the same day. So if you're working five days of the week and you're calling, you know, making contact with five people a day, you're going to be contacting 25 people a week that are centers of influence and past clients. You can obviously adjust upward or downward. Now, over time, if you want to enhance that with uh, passive marketing or, you know, obviously uh, postcards and whatnot, you can, but never stop doing the actual contacts. Those of you who started out by doing the proactive lead generation, and then maybe your list got too big or you rationalized your time was worth too much, and you just started replacing the actual conversations with passive uh, marketing and whatnot, and you're wondering why your center of influence and past client list isn't generating what it used to, I just told you. Mm -hmm. So stop doing that. You know, Frankly, put your credit card away and stop buying into the idea that you can market your way to success and get back to doing the real work of real estate. Real estate is different than other industries which do require marketing and advertising. We obviously understand the importance of marketing and advertising. If you were selling, say, for example, Ginsu knives, no one knew what the hell a Ginsu knife was. No one knew that it could slut through, cut through cans and all the rest of it, right? So they had to sell you into the idea that you need a knife, let alone a Ginsu knife, and all the attributes of a Ginsu knife. Hopefully, you guys know what I'm talking about. You had to convince me that I wanted that. No one, you, you don't have to convince, you can't convince someone to buy or sell real estate. They're in the market anyway. You don't have to go out in real estate, you don't have to go out and create your clients. 
they are there to buy. They essentially are always in the market. People are always in the market to buy or sell real estate. Think about this. Some of you guys spend, well, I know for a fact there's in this industry, billions of dollars are spent per year on paid lead generation. And a lot of you guys pay enormous amounts of referral fees looking for listing leads. Well, the best listing leads are free. The best listing leads are free. The best listing leads, what was the word? Oh yeah, free. You can actually generate endless supplies of ready-to-go, motivated, endless uh, sellers, seller leads. It, we teach all this to you guys in Premier Coaching, and we talk about this on the podcast endlessly. So if you understand and accept the fact that you can generate your own listing leads for free, then you need to learn the skill set. So now we put those thoughts together. What does that mean? Why are you spending money to generate listing leads if right now you can go to your MLS, for example, or if you can go to Red X? Just text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372 and you'll understand. And they will send you a list of expired listings in your marketplace, right? They cost you nothing. It, expired listing leads and all these other listing leads, they cost you nothing. That's not like if you were selling Ginsu knives, right? There's not a list company that's going to sell me a list there's of no people. There's no Ginsu Red X. Right. There's no, but, there's no list. You guys get the concept here? Marketing and advertising, of course, has its, uh, it, there's an obvious need for it. But in real estate, it's not a direct fit. That's the reason that so many of you guys are beating over your heads constantly to work on your brand, right? Branding, branding, branding. You're the brand. People do business with you. Well, look, I got news for you guys. Over time, that's true. But really what they do business with is the past work performance you've done for other people. They do work, they choose to work with you based on the performance, based on the success you've had working with other people. You can't shortcut that. I'm sorry. And those of you who are trying to, and you're spending all of your money doing that, and you're spending all your money buying leads, you've fallen into the fallacy, the you know, frankly, the lie that you can fool people into believing through marketing and advertising that you are something that you're not. Stop trying to do that and actually accept the fact that everything you want in life is on the other end of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. My wife and I today on this podcast, you know, drugged up on Dayquil are living examples. <laughs> Trying to, okay. So back to our plan. Point number four, go to at least three meetups per week and talk about real estate. Now these can be organizations, clubs, going to the gym, volunteering, or taking classes on something you're interested in. For example, two times per week at Orange Theory or Cross Week. CrossFit, CrossFit, sorry, attending your HOA meeting, going to your kid's school event, mix it up, but you need to be getting out and about. So many transactions are done this way. Why? Because you talk about real estate and when they have a need, they ask themselves, who do I already know? Oh, I know Tim from Orange Theory. He's in real estate. Bonus if you can make your meetings about real estate in some way. Maybe you'd like to be involved in your town's historical society or architectural review committee. Mix it up so that you meet more people in more uh, areas and of course, add them into your database. It's so easy to go to Orange Theory, for example, and just hang out with the same three people. Don't do that. Your goal there is to meet new people, make new friends. Take your headset off. Yes, exactly. Don't just keep your head down, your hat down. You're just supposed to, you're there to actually make contacts. Um, yeah. And I mean, there's so many different things. Look, be you. Uh, some of you are reluctant to actually ask your friend's family uh, for referrals. It's because it feels out of place, Right. You feel fake. You feel like, oh my gosh, what are they going to think of me and the rest of it. Now, if you, for example, love going to Orange Theory, and I, I suppose there's two or three of you out there like that. I mean, we went to Orange Theory, but we never Sickos. loved it. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you're somebody that loves to go to Orange Theory, you've made it habitual, you just do it, you're starting to follow our advice, you go three days of the week or you go five days of the week, 
you know, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you go at 9 a.m. And let's say Tuesday and Thursday, you're going at 3 p.m. That way you can befriend different groups of people. Maybe you go Saturday morning as well. Every time you're making a point of getting to know different people and getting to know new people, over time and not very long period of time, you're going to start getting referrals out of there. When Julie and I went to Orange Theory habitually, when we lived in Austin, uh, we live in Puerto Rico now. We would, and we did not, we don't, we haven't sold real estate for a long time, but we were getting oodles of real estate referrals and we'd send them to all of our coaching clients in our EXP uh, group uh, that were local to that market. And you guys can do the same thing. I mean, in Puerto Rico, where we live now, we trip over real estate leads at the at the gym every single day. We're doing Puerto Rico referrals now. Exactly. We yeah. don't sell real estate, right? We're just referring all those out. So you definitely want to get into alignment with the fact that everyone is always in the real, everyone, everyone you know. Again, this is another beautiful thing about real estate. This is one of the things that I think if you never forget this, you'll always be motivated. Everyone you know, everyone is always in the real estate market. Everyone always is in the real estate market. They're wanting to buy. They're wanting to sell. They're wanting to lease. They're wanting to buy investment properties. You have to be in a home. You don't have to own Gunsu Knives. You don't have to buy a new car. You don't have to go see the latest movie. You don't have to buy a new pair of jeans, but you need a place to live always. And you're either leasing, you're buying, or you're selling. Every single human you knows, you know, is in real estate. You already have a ready, willing, and able client base for you. That's the reason, guys, this is the greatest industry on planet Earth. Point number five, send at least five handwritten cards per day. Send thank you cards or congratulations cards. Use social media to get ideas. For example, who has just gotten a promotion, gotten married, had their kids graduate, recently moved, or has a birthday? Use quality stationery and commemorative stamps so that your card looks more like an invitation and is then sure to be opened, much more distinctive and memorable. Now, final notes. Always follow up by phone and with urgency when you get responses to these five strategies that we gave you today. But if you cannot afford any of those things... If you do not want to send out postcards, if you do not want to do any of this stuff, make the damn phone calls. That ultimately is what's going to make the difference. The phone calls are not in addition to all this other stuff. The other stuff is in addition to the phone calls. Get that clear in your head. Lead with contacts, real contacts, voice to voice or sitting down in front of them. But always follow up by phone. Get away from all these other methods you guys are doing to hide out from your work. Stick to the plan five days per week for five weeks and report your results back to us. You can message us on Instagram or email us directly. And if you'd like even more support and camaraderie as you implement this plan, simply join Premier Coaching by visiting premiercoaching.com, signing up for free today, or find it in the link in the description. Exactly. Just scroll down and join Premier Coaching. So thanks for muddling through the podcast today with Julie and I as we're uh, waning on our... Back to my tea. <laughs> back, Julia. So uh, tomorrow's podcast is also along the lines of today's with regards to focusing on helping you guys to make money now. Look, we love the fact that so many of you message us through Instagram. It's at timandjulieharris.com. Uh, we, we put probably 50% personal stuff and 50% business stuff. Uh, and if you want to communicate with us or if you want to learn more about Julie and I, obviously that's a great place to start. But in the meantime, if there's anything we can ever do for you, if you guys are ready to move up your brokerage experience, you want to join Julie and I DXP Realty, I strongly encourage you to text me directly at 512-758-0206. 512-758-0206. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.